0: Hi, um, welcome to the Techman podcast. Um, We hope to introduce some of the bigger topics around dynamics to you on a regular basis, um, fill you in on all the news that you don't want to hear just once a year.
1: Thank you. So James, a lot of customers at the moment are thinking about licensing options. We've talked a lot about that at the Customer Day this year and last year. There's different options coming out all the time. But actually what the customers want to know is, What's the most cost efficient? What should they be doing? What protects them in the future? How should they spend their money on, on licensing now? So I'm going to ask you some difficult questions.
0: Okay. As if I, as
1: if I am the customer. Uh, so I the, am today representing the customer.
0: It's an important topic. You know, if you look at the um, the 26% that customers have traditionally spent on keeping their dynamic system going, 16% of that goes on licensing. So two thirds. Um, you know, and uh, so making sure that that's right and and just paying it every year is not necessarily the right thing to do.
1: Okay, so I'm on NAV 2016, 2017. I've paid my um, enhancement plan every year for the last eight, nine years. Don't really want to upgrade. Should I carry on paying it?
0: Well, that's a question. If you've paid it for nine years and you've not used, I mean, what is enhancement plan? It basically gives you the rights to the latest software, right? So if you're paying it every year and you're not taking that latest software, what are you getting for your money? Nothing. And if you look at 16, you don't have to multiply 16 too many times before you get to 100, where actually you'd be better off cancelling your EP and saving the money and buying the software again actually you wouldn't do that though you wouldn't buy a traditional license again i mean we don't sell them at all really um these days i say at all occasionally we do but it's a rarity most customers these days go on to subscription
1: okay so um if i I cancel my life if i don't pay it what are the consequences
0: if you don't pay it then we cannot use any updates that come from microsoft now if you go back before 2016 Remember, those versions have actually dropped out of the Microsoft support lifecycle now. So there's not going to be any updates for them anyway. So your only way of getting value from that AP is by to, to upgrade. If you're not planning on doing that, I mean, I, I then start to ask the question, why not? Because you're missing a whole bunch of benefit. But, you know, um, there is, for a lot of people who are back there, actually, the advice would be, have a look, and it may be that you drop that license because of, you historically had a lot of stuff on that license that you no longer use, maybe a lot of users that you no longer use, and so on. So, the maintenance is quite a high value, and if you switch to a brand new subscription, even if you were going straight away, you know, the cost would be lower than paying 16% of that historical thing. So what figure. we're
1: saying is the better way I could spend that cash. Yes. So I'm on NAV 2016, got a load of bespoke. Yeah. Um, even if I pay the enhancement plan, it might give me access to the software, but it's not going to get me an upgrade for free, is it?
0: No, because, you know, you, you get the new version of the standard software. You don't get your version of yep. the software.
1: So, um, And actually, my bespoke is all in the old uh, Calcode anyway, and isn't compatible with the latest version of Business Central. Absolutely right. So potentially a better way to spend
0: that money. In
1: in two, three years' time, there's potentially a better way for me to spend that that
0: cash. And if you're you're up to date now with your enhancement plan, um, EP as we sometimes shorten it to, um, you can take the latest version of the software. So you can take the version of the software up until you stop playing your EP. So actually that means, you know, we're, we're advising everybody who's on those older versions, 2015, 2016, and so on, to jump to BC 14, where well, you were paying your enhancement plan when BC 14. So providing kind of the week before your enhancement plan expires, we go and get a BC 14 license, you have the rights to use that BC 14 software. Then we can spend a couple of years, um, you know, spending your EP on actually converting all your customizations to extensions and then when it's all as extensions and it's it's compatible with a new world we can then cut that um, go and buy a new uh, subscription license move you onto SaaS um, and take you forward um, a, a, on that new plan
1: so that, that sounds great the only downside I would say is that I can't add to that license can I if I if I convert it now, and then I need some new users, I'm a bit stuck because, oh, I need to add something new to my license, I can't do that. That's correct.
0: At the point at which your EP, you you stop playing your enhancement plan, that license is locked at that day, in effect. So we can't then go to the licensing system at Microsoft and say we want a new license with... Anything extra There's on it, a, objects as well as users.
1: So cancelling, it could be the right thing to do, but it needs some thought. It needs, it needs it, it a needs to planning. decide if it's the right it thing. It does
0: need a little bit of planning.
1: Okay, so let's think about a different scenario then. So um, I'm on BC 14, so yeah. I've kept up to date all the way through. Um, I've got a mixture of extensions and Calcode, and I pay um, an annual enhancement plan at the yes. moment. Um What should I be thinking about in terms of licensing now?
0: So one of the reasons this is a really hot topic at the moment is Microsoft have introduced this new way of playing the enhancement plan that they're saying is only valid for this year. So you have a one time on your renewal date from last June through to next June is your only opportunity to jump onto that.
1: Okay, nice for cash flow this year, which okay. might be helpful for some.
0: So, so yeah, because what that what, when they first introduced it last June, what it allowed you to do was, was effectively move your enhancement plan to a monthly subscription. Effectively, that was what you got for
1: Yeah, it. and when it started, I think it was about cash flow, wasn't it? It was about spreading the cost over 12 months. But it's kind of gone on from there, hasn't it, now, when there's some other benefits? I'm,
0: I'm a little cynical because Microsoft introduced it and said it was all to help their customers through COVID. <laughs> And I'm sure it was, but actually also it was to help Microsoft hit their bonuses because they moved the licenses. Yeah, Microsoft
1: want everyone on CSP, don't they? They want everybody on subscription. So cloud
0: service provider. You know, Wall Street uh, gives Microsoft a lot of credit for moving people. They're in a big race with Amazon and Oracle and all the other cloud providers. and, And, you know, the CSP, the cloud service provider license, it's a different piece of paper that gives you the license to use the software. It is just a different piece of paper. Nothing else changes. But when it's CSP, they can count it as cloud revenue. So it counts in their race with Amazon. If it's the traditional license, it doesn't. And so, you know, clearly um, they're trying to keep up with Amazon okay, in this Okay, so world. That,
1: that's the benefit for them then. What about me as a customer? Um, I, okay, I'll transfer my licence to a CSP for this year, it helps my cash flow, I'll pay it over 12 months, do I get any other benefits for, for it? And what happens at the end of that 12 months?
0: So um, if you're on that programme, at the end of 12 months, it carries on, you can carry on, they're saying for another two years. So you only have one opportunity to get on the bus, but the bus will keep rolling for the next couple of years. And um, what additional benefits do you get? Um, well, in order to kind of, uh, again, the cynic in me coming out, in order to kind of get that cl- this is cloud tip. Too old tip, and too
1: cynical now, oh, James. Been maybe, too maybe, in size, maybe. Well, right?
0: in terms of Microsoft licensing, yeah. I think I'm a few reasons to be I'm, cynical. Yeah, um, So, you know, in order to get that cloud, um, what some people call cloud washing badge to, to make it valid as a cloud product, they actually give you the cloud version of Business Central. So you may not use it, but there is a cloud instance with you know all the servers, everything that goes together. You go to the web page, you log onto it, it's there, ready to use. Now you can still use your on-premise version, but you can also use that cloud version. So actually, if you're planning on going to um, you know SaaS to the cloud version at some point, and I think. You know, I, I would be very clear that that probably should be in people's minds as their long-term roadmap definitely, because definitely. it's the direction of travel. Um, then that's a great opportunity to actually get used to it. I mean, we've used that instance as a test instance. So instead of having to have tests, databases set up, you can just refresh it whenever you want. It's a lot easier to do so. We can deploy stuff from AppSource into that test instance, so you can try out a third-party product before you actually um, t- you know, have to pay to put it into your on-premise system. Um, and you could move, for instance, if you have multiple companies, a lot of our, our clients have multiple companies, and maybe a smaller holding yeah, company or a, a foreign con- you know, If you've got a foreign subsidiary, in your GB database.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Try it out. Get because the localization. Because you can spin that up on the attentive. cloud. Yeah, perfect. You can have
0: the French version yeah, or the US yeah. version or whatever. Okay. Because you can so do that in the cloud.
1: I get to pay monthly.
0: Yes. So I don't I pay uh, any more. Uh, uh, uh. so, so we've had a feedback from a lot of customers that they didn't want to pay monthly. You know, the, the amount of money oh, that I'll they're on to minute.
1: I'll come on to that in a minute. Because I want you to answer first. I pay monthly. I don't pay any more.
0: You, don't pay, you pay exactly the same amount as you would have paid in EP, just divided same, by 12. Same
1: next year, same the year after. Well, like what, what happens then? Provi- and what stops Microsoft Same next from, year from, or, from,
0: or the year after, providing you don't add anything extra. But if you add something extra, you add it at the cloud pricing, not the traditional license So that's pricing. another
1: massive benefit. If you are considering adding users, then you get the option to add those at... Um, a, cost monthly per month, a monthly yeah. subscription, um, which is, any, which is be, how much at the moment? T- depending on whether you're, you're standard. Depending
0: of, on whether you're essentials or, or premium, premium, it's 57. Or Where, sem- it, where's the 50, commercial 50, people? 50, I don't know pricing. 50-yard
1: or 70-yard, but it's a lot different to the almost £2,000 yes. per individual user. Because an, you on a, pay that £2,000, yeah.
0: you then pay 16% on that £2,000, even okay. in the first year.
1: Okay, so if I wanted to add users, then there's a benefit. But what stops Microsoft increasing the price?
0: Um, So one, the price is locked for that three years. So the price is locked for
1: three years. What about after that? At
0: the end of that three years, okay, um, you will have the option to revert back to the traditional licensing. I can't see Microsoft are going to want to go to Wall Street and go, oh, we've suddenly lost hundreds of millions of dollars
1: Yes, of revenue so that, so because that,
0: people have reverted yeah, back I, to I the think, old form of licensing. I
1: think the message there is that we only know what we know now, and that there is a possibility. They say, efficient. as
0: a public company, they're not able to guarantee pricing more than three years into the future. Okay, fine. I'll t- you know. I'm not an expert in 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 the rules around, especially U.S. companies on that. But I, I think they have a big incentive to keep you on the cloud licensing. Once you're there, and if you, you know, if significant people show that they're going to revert back, they'll sharpen the pencil.
1: Okay, I want to take advantage of getting a. Uh, I've been able to try out the SaaS, yes, platform, um, but I don't want to go monthly. I want to keep to annual costs. I can it's, still it's do that as too well. Too much now.
0: faff to pay twelve invoices and have twelve yeah. payments. Fine, you can do that now. They've they've introduced that in the last uh, couple of months. In effect where now you can do the same thing, but you can pay 12 months in advance, but you're paying under a CSPEP. So it's the new type of licensing and you do get the SaaS tenant, whether you use it or not.
1: So that's worth thinking about as well then. What about I, I, if I'm on...
0: Can I be stronger than that? I mean, I, I think... Um, I, I don't understand why a client wouldn't, why wouldn't take you do it? that. Because you're getting, you know, you're getting more, whether you use it, you have the option to use it some point later in the in the year. You you have a one time a year choice. So it's only at that at point we, we can't go halfway through the I'm, traditional. Up until and move when to
1: can us. I do that?
0: So next June officially, but um, they introduced it in such a um, uh, complicated fashion that nobody understood it for the first few months, and and, and so announced it so late. Um, I again would be amazed if it didn't uh, continue for at least kind of another six months up till December. I think um, uh, yeah, they'd be crazy to finish it because the people whose renewal was in June, July, and August they
1: didn't get the really chance, yeah. didn't
0: get a chance to understand what this new scheme was. We didn't either, if we're honest, um, until um, you know and all the and you, you were looking for the catch you know you were trying to say okay this sounds too good to be true where is the catch and and we haven't found one yet
1: okay okay and what about if i'm still using a spla license
0: oh the old old well you know there's a couple of subscription licenses
1: a very expensive option now if you're still paying for a spla license um, that is a significant cost. So project. that
0: was the service provider's license agreement. It was the original, you know, it was introduced when um, cloud first came in, but it wasn't proper cloud. It was um, us providing a cloud in a data center. You know, that, that method of doing it now is largely obsolete. You wouldn't, certainly wouldn't do that for any new clients going into it. That licensing method is still there, but is limited to, I think, you know, uh, now 2018. I don't think this Business is the, Central this is, ever this went is, into yeah, it.
1: And this is the problem, so isn't it? So you're locked
0: that into that old our, version. Our
1: customers that remain on SPLA licenses will be on 2018 or, or, or earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, if they want to convert to a, a CSP, which would, be, which would offer significant cost savings per month, then they would have to upgrade
0: they would but you know let's let's we've still got this concept of upgrades are 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 lots of hassle you know um i'm thinking of customers particularly on kind of nav 2017 and 2018 a lot of those customizations are a lot easier to convert the key was absolutely
1: absolutely and actually if the people are on spare licenses the chances are they haven't got huge complex bespoke databases some some might but a lot of actually, one or two. There's one or two exceptions to this, but in our customer base, a lot of the customers still on spot licenses could convert to a later and version should. and a CSP license quite easily and, and, actually, and the payback know, would come quite quickly. And
0: actually, you know, they are prime, I think. The, the smaller ones certainly are prime SAS. for going to SaaS. Um, yeah. uh, you know, and they would save a bunch of money. You could probably say that the cost of the project of migrating to SaaS would they would get payback for that in um 12 18 months because of then the reduced subscription cost yeah for the the uh sas csp yeah subscription. exactly
1: yeah so the the payback so those paybacks
0: relatively plus, quickly plus and they, they get, get a, a better system. Version.
1: You're on SAS, you've got your upgrades included. You Never pay
0: for another upgrade, you know. it's Yeah,
1: that's got to be tempting, hasn't it? Yes. And, and you know, in theory, you come in in the morning and your upgrade's but done. But even
0: and... the older, bigger ones, you know, the, the, the key for me was, um, you know, Microsoft introduced these things called events, little hooks that we could hook into. And they came out in 2016. Now, 2016, again, it was new. So if you're on 2016, chances are a lot of your customizations didn't use them. Um, because um, there weren't many and yeah, they were brand it was new too and it was too, it? Too, too, too new. But 2017, 2018, you know, we understood them by then. And if we were doing customization, we very much tried to, to use events. Now that means that the move to an extension, it's relatively I wouldn't say it's a cut and paste, but it's, no, it's, much it's more a long lot way, a lot yeah. closer to a cut and paste. So, you know, again, your cost to migrate to extensions and therefore to SaaS properly, um, it it works. the other thing that you have, the other option that we haven't talked about is is the so-called dual use license. So when you subscribe to a full CSP cloud license, the the proper, if you like, SaaS license, if you don't want to use Microsoft's cloud instance, you don't have to. We can go and get what's called a dual usage. And that allows, that is a traditional NAV business central license. You know, we still use the same licensing system to cut those licenses. So we can, we can create a license that in fact is, is almost identical um, to the one that you had um, on premise. Now, a couple of things with that. One, objects. You know, um, every month, I would, Gay, we write a number of invoices to our clients for 10 more tables or 100 more pages yeah. because there's another bit of customization you want and we have to go produce those licences. On dual use, if the, the, the object range 50,000 to 100,000 is included on the licence.
1: So no more objects. So no more, you don't have, have to pay for
0: those logic. And remember, every time you pay for those, every time you buy, how, many, how much is 10 tables?
1: I've got it. Um, I'm, I'm probably out of date again. Five hundred
0: quid, quid, or uh, something like that. Probably more
1: than that now.
0: But then you have to pay sixteen percent on that five hundred quid, it, you mean, and you'll pay sixteen percent forever more. Yeah. And if you to, buy to them
1: the and they stop that, you can only buy them in packs. So if you need,
0: but if you buy, if you, you know, if you buy that if you then later twelve months later move to the CSP EP license, okay, that's based. On the maintenance, yeah, currently. Is, yeah. So you're going to be paying that money for certainly three years and a long time. And you've got to kind of say... So
1: actually, every customer should be looking at their licensing now and looking at the best option. I think when
0: it comes up for renewal, you know, our, our account management team, which... <laughs>
1: yeah, we should um, be having your Your it,
0: yeah. team, I'm sorry, have got a really hard job because in effect, they've got to fill it in and, and work out the different options and then put it down. And, yeah. and you know, it is... Um, this is licensing, so it's not straightforward. But yeah, I mean,
1: we should probably put a disclaimer in to say that anything that we say today is only valid as that today. Because <laughs> next week it could be different. And I hope
0: them. it's correct. Yes. Um, but, but yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it does change regularly, but it is worth renewing. We have a lot of clients that, you know, that invoice comes in every year and they just go, oh, yeah, same as last year. Sign it off and, and just pay it. Actually, you know, I, I think that's wrong. And in it, it should be looked at. We give you 90 days notice of your, your licence renewal. And the reason we do that is so that you've got 90 days to actually say, and, uh, I yeah, don't want this, I want something it. else. Think
1: about it, talk to us, um, and we'll help you work out the most cost-effective way of doing it, along with your strategy for the next few years. And, and so it all fits and aligns. So, James, explain to me exactly what is a CSP licence?
0: So a CSP license, Cloud Service Provider license, uh, Microsoft introduced it, I guess, four or five years ago now. It's for cloud subscriptions, as the name says. Um, you've probably already got it if you've got Office 365.
1: Okay. What well, Are there any other benefits of transferring to a CSP license?
0: Well, a CSP license, you kind of have um, a license account and you can add on lots of different licenses onto that uh, record, if you like. Um, And and some of you might have used the Office 365 Admin Center um, that you get, which comes with Office 365. And and you go in and you can assign licenses to your users and then they can download the software just like they do with, um, uh, you know, Office, um, obviously with Business Central and also now, um, you know, sales engagement, customer service, what used to be called CRM. There's no software to download. It's, it's all web-based effectively. Um, although you've got apps that you can use on your phone and your tablet.
1: So I just ordered the add-on and it allows me to use all these different products all under the same umbrella, all under this CSP license. So I don't have to set up new users, new licenses. It all sits under one umbrella.
0: Yeah, that's right. You you know you somebody starts, you just set them up as a, as a user, and then you just say they need this, they need this, they need this, and tick the boxes. And and if you've got the license in your account, uh, that works. And um, one of the other nice things about CSP is that Microsoft, um, uh, for one of the first times I can ever remember, are rewarding loyalty, so that you have these things called add-on licenses. That means if you have a, uh, a CSP uh, license for Business Central, even if it's your CSP EP, your maintenance for your Business Central uh, on-prem system, you could do an add-on, which gets you um, sales engagement or customer service. Now, it's the professional edition, but if I say that the professional edition you know, has lots of the features that I think the majority of our customers Um, would use. It's perfectly adequate. Uh, It's not the enterprise edition. The enterprise licence for CRM is something like £90. If you have it as an add-on for the professional edition, uh, an add-on to your CSP EP licence, it's £15.10 a month.
1: Bargain, especially if you want to try it out. And there's no there's no infrastructure costs that's all in you just spin it up and it's ready to go
0: yeah and and let's um, you know CSP again you can reduce the license uh, to one license for 12 months that's the minimum commitment so again trying it out is not um, uh, you, you can turn it on it's a subscription right so you can turn it on you can turn it off again um, you're not you're not committed to it go and try it out maybe a good thing to do in, in lockdown too, um, you know, while you've perhaps got a little bit more time um, off the road for your salespeople, for instance.
1: Okay. And how long do I get that offer for? So if, if I decide that I want to start using um, CRM or sales professional, or what, whatever it's called today, um, and I take out one of these add-on licenses at £15 um, today, how long does that offer stay for at what point does it revert to the standard pricing of 90 odd pounds per use per month
0: so it 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 doesn't it's it's there in perpetuity potentially you know i think the end date on the offer is something like 2099 so i doubt any of us are going to be worried about that Um, (laughs) um, uh, uh, you know and and csp licensing subscription pricing can change traditionally microsoft have revised the pricing every uh every january they give a slight tweak depending on exchange rates etc um but you know but i'm not going to suddenly
1: lose i'm not going to suddenly lose my add on offer
0: no i don't think that that's um you know that that's never happened before and i can't see why microsoft would do that i haven't read their terms and conditions um end to end um you know i have Better things to do with my life than go through all that small print, but um, I, I can't see that they would do that um, because you would simply stop stop subscribing. You know, it's not going to be worth ninety pounds. But when you consider the what you know the cost of employing somebody in say a sales or a customer service role um, on a monthly basis, giving them a a, a, a tool um, that that's really good for their use for fifteen pounds ten doesn't sound a huge amount of money to me compared to what that individual's going to cost if it makes them 2% more effective they're surely going to it's, it's yeah, surely going I, to get paid I I don't on that. think
1: we come across any organization that 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 couldn't make good use of some or, or of of the CRM product um you know whether it's whether they use it for for sales or whether they use it um for kind of aftercare account management um complaint management, all those different kinds of things. There's not a single customer we have that that couldn't get some benefit.
0: And look, if you're worried about the price going up, what they do have is they have, uh, you can take it on the the standard add-on SKU for 12 months. Well, actually, sorry, you can take it on the standard add-on SKU for a couple of months um, at £15.10. And then if you decide that this is really good for your organisation, you can switch on to a a three-year Fixed price skew. So they will fix the price for the next 36 months at £15.10. Um, you, you can't cancel once you're on that skew. Yeah, so that's, that's the a, disadvantage. That, that's just
1: weighing up the best thing for you, isn't well, it? You might get, you, but it, you, you get locked into it then, don't you? Which is the the beauty of a CSP um, on Business Central or on CRM is that is the ability to increase, decrease, cancel, add. Yeah.
0: You know, in in lockdown one uh, last year, we had customers who came back to us, and and um, you know, for three months they cancelled their CSP for CRM um, because actually, if they were doing that across ten, fifteen people, you know that that added up to an amount of money, and and kind of those people were furloughed, so they weren't allowed to use it anyway. So, in, in that respect, um, you know, they saved themselves a chunk of money. So you can turn it off. And you can yeah, turn that's, it on. That's the,
1: the beauty of the yeah. flexibility, isn't it? That you can do that, which you don't have with a traditional license.
0: This is cloud, right? So, you know, having uh, that flexibility is there. You know, uh, hands up, you pay for some of that. Um, but I, I still think when you look at all of the options around the cloud offers and you look at the traditional on-prem uh, pricing these days, that's why I said earlier, um, you know, Nobody buys the traditional license anymore. It's, it's all around the subscription.
1: Okay. So so kind of in summary then, what we're saying is that, um, that each customer is an individual case. We can, we can work with each customer to look at what they've got, what their um, strategy is for the next few years, and advise them which of the licenses are best for them, um, taking into account things like the add-ons that they, they, may, they may get some benefit from as well.
0: Well, look, you know, the licensing just needs to support what your organisation needs from its business system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, it shouldn't, um, it, it's wrong when licensing sets the agenda. It should support the agenda, not dictate it. Um, and so, you know, what we need to understand is we need to understand what your plans are. Um, you know, from migration to to uh, the latest Business Central, maybe over how many years? What you know? What's that going to involve? What add-ons we think you're going to you think you're going to want in the future to support your business? Um, you know what ambition you have to do new things um, a, a, and how that all comes together. And then we sit down and go right. The right way to get from the licensing you have today to the licensing you need that you know. Um, gives you the most amount of money left to uh, invest in that change rather than spend on ongoing licensing.
1: You don't want to save money at the expense of, uh, of not getting all of the benefit of the software that you've got. So we need to, we'll, we can work with each individual customer to work out the best options for them. You,
0: you, you look at the minimum wage in the UK, um, you know, so the, your cost of employment is always going to massively outweigh the cost of the software. So we need to have a look at you know how. Uh, look, if people have licenses they're not using, that's clearly waste. If they have licenses that they're not using fully, that again is waste, and we need to we need to help them to make good use of those licenses. That's education.
1: How many times in the old days of concurrent licensing would you go onto site and Pete nobody could log in, and we're like, can somebody log out so I can do this? Can somebody? That is inefficient, isn't it? People not being able to log on to the system when they need to because they max number of licenses.
0: Absolutely. But you also had, you know, you had the organizations that had like uh, 20 concurrent licenses more than they ever needed um, because, they, yeah. you know, they paid £2,000 of license for them. That was 40 grand. They knew if they gave that up, they'd never get it back. And so they kept them and paid for them every year just in case they grew a or, or, you know, it, it went the other way. So it, it, this cuts both So, it's both a minefield?
1: It's a licensing is a minefield? But we have the expertise. We can help. We can make sure that um, the money is used right in the best way.
0: That's the that's the the, the, the root of this. You know, it's using them. It's using the. It's using the uh, the funds in the most effective way why wouldn't you want to do that and 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 for me i cannot understand why for the majority of our customers i think it will be the very small exception where cspep the enhancement plan is not the right way um and if that turns out to be the case next year you can switch back anyway so what have you got to lose
1: yeah i agree thank you james
0: okay my pleasure Thanks for listening to episode one of Techman Talks Dynamics. We'll be doing these on a regular basis. So keep tuned in, subscribe and get the latest information about dynamic systems for your business. Thank you.